I actually begged him not to send me back. I did not want to leave his presence because I felt so accepted. But Jesus said, this is not about you, Kevin. This is about the people I'm sending you to. I'm going to send you back. He said, you're going to help people. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. Lately, we've been talking about what happens when someone dies. And I'm sure that you've pondered this question, and maybe you've wondered what really happens when someone dies. I'm sure you've even thought about these things for yourself. Now, so far, there's no scientific proof of what happens to a person when they die. But the scientific community is taking more notice to something called near-death experiences or NDEs in which people have very spiritual experiences that are either very positive or very negative when they die or nearly die. Previously thought to have been just random thoughts going through one's brain right before death, now scientists are saying that there are some striking similar things regarding the NDE experiences, though not one of them are exactly the same. In our last show, we had Kevin Zadai share with us that he became a sold-out Christian as a young man and had a calling to go into ministry. But at a very young age, he surprisingly died on the surgery table from anesthesia overdose, a freak accident, and he had a glorious encounter with Jesus Christ. Kevin, welcome back to the show. Oh, glad to be back with you. Kevin, it's great to have you back with us. I'm excited to hear about some of the things you learned about Jesus and scriptures through this near-death experience. Now, some people coming back report feeling pleasant and accepted by the Lord, and others report very negative feelings like terror and despair. But you felt acceptance from the Lord, and you're a Christian. How did that feel? Well, actually, it was foreign to me to feel that accepted, and it was so strong that I actually begged Him not to send me back. Mm. I did not want to leave His presence because I felt so accepted. I looked into His eyes. And I saw that he had formed me by his thoughts a long time ago, and he breathed me out, and I went into a mother's womb. And that's what I saw in his eyes. I saw that I was totally accepted by him, Hmm. and I wanted to stay with him forever. Now, the thing that is, is when you meet someone that believes in you and is for you and would never hurt you and would always be looking out for you, you never want to leave that person. And I wanted to stay with him forever. And he asked me to come back, and after a couple of minutes of him stating his case with me, I did agree to come back. But here's the thing, is is that I also looked into his eyes, and I saw that he had no record of my wrongs and my past sins, that my file was completely deleted. Mm. So I didn't even have a file in heaven of my past, which is profound to me. So he was talking to me for several minutes. Can you imagine someone talking to you? And then he thinks the world of you, and he's saying all these wonderful things about you. And then you think, well, you know, he's probably just trying to make me feel better. So 
so I looked deep in his eyes and I realized he had no record of my wrongs, that they were completely gone. And so he was sincerely treating me as though I had never sinned. And I felt completely accepted by him. And here's the other thing. When you're outside your body with the Lord, you can't say anything wrong. You can't do anything wrong. So you also feel at ease because your full intention of your heart is being expressed. That's what heaven's like, is that you can't say anything wrong or do anything wrong. You're a total peace. You're with someone who loves you enough to die for you. It really, really was profound to look at this person called Jesus Christ and look in his eyes and realize what he went through for me. He actually started to explain to me what he went through for me. And when he did, he got to this certain point, he choked up. He actually started to like, his voice cracked because it was full of emotion when he explained what he suffered so that I wouldn't have to go to hell. I wouldn't have to suffer and that there was deliverance and healing, that the Spirit of God was able to give me wisdom. He said, I bought all this for you. And he choked up when he said it, what he went through. Isn't that amazing? He just, he had passion. Mm. Yeah. So he said, Kevin, I'm not going to go back to the earth and ever die again. It was enough. My blood was enough. So you can imagine, I didn't want to come back. But I just wanted to add that, that he told me what he went through for me, the suffering and the pain. And he did it for me. He didn't have to do it for himself. I mean, he was with the Father from the beginning. So it's profound, this revelation I had. It's changed me. Jesus Christ has changed me. He has completely changed me. I thought when I got born again, you know, I became a Christian. That's profound to me, what happened. He rerouted my life. But when I met him face to face, he changed my life forever. I gave him total control of my life now. Wow, that is incredible. This is such a deep understanding of the meaning of Scripture. You know, like when the Bible says that the blood of Jesus cleanses us from every sin, like every sin. I'm also noticing the incredible amount of love that you felt. As many as who've died and done this NDE report kind of thing, they've also said that. You know, I also noticed that you said you had like deep understandings and thoughts that were just like known to you. Like men report like some sort of heavenly telepathy. Now, how would you describe more this feeling that you experienced? How can someone know that God loves and accepts them? Well, the thing that I found is is that he knew ahead of time. He did this all not based on our acceptance of him, but because of his love for us. So he didn't do this because we were going to accept him or not. And that is what hit me, is that a person can love you even at the risk of you not accepting them or loving them back. And I saw the foreknowledge of God that he knew that we were going to need a savior. And so here's the thing you got to remember is is that people have done wrong, but Jesus didn't do it for someone who doesn't need him, even though he did die for everyone. He did it for those who are in need of a savior. I needed a savior. I needed my skin washed away. And I found that some people will not accept him, but it's because they don't know the real love of God is, is that before we were even born, he died for our sins. See, that to me is profound. It is profound. The Bible even talks about that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And the fact that he did, despite whether or not we receive it, it says, I love you all over it. I understand you had greater spiritual revelation while you were with Jesus about what you should be doing with your time and the meaning of your life here on this earth. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, there was a point where I thought we were going to go to the holy city. And we had gone a lot of different places on the earth. It was profound what I saw. 
I saw the whole spirit realm and I saw how everything works. And I thought to myself, can you imagine this? Like, I think I'm going to heaven next. So I'm thinking, wow, you know, if I would have known all this, and it would have been real to me. I would have been a better Christian because I would have prayed and got all my prayers answered because he taught me how to pray to get my prayers answered. He showed me how angels work. Mm. He showed me how your faith needs to be built up in a relationship to where you trust him. And your faith is based on the fact that whatever he has says, he's able to do. Mm. Well, I told myself, wow, if I could go back, I would just be a better Christian. If I would be casting out devils, I would be pushing back the forces of darkness. I would be praying for people and seeing them healed. Right. But I thought, you know, I'm going to heaven. So when he told me, he said, well, Kevin, he said, you finished your race. And he told me, he said, you've been faithful. He said, but I want to ask you, could you go back? Because he said, there's a lot of people that if you go back and you talk to them, he said, I'll send them to you. I'll set it all up. You can't lose. He said, you won't fail. He showed me the first 20 people, and I actually met all of them already. I even knew their names. I would call them by their name when I met them, and they hadn't told me their name yet. So I was sent to these people, and I had a message for them. And it just kept happening and happening and happening. So well, he told me, he said, if you go back, he said, I will make sure that you're taken care of and you can't lose. And that's what's happened ever since I came back. I mean, I have books out with stories after stories about what God did. So I came back. He said, this is not about you, Kevin. This is about the people I'm sending you to. I'm going to send you back. And he said, you're going to help people. Kevin, that is amazing. Because though you already had the call of God to minister, it sounds like this near-death experience really sealed that call and gave you greater clarity. Let's stop here because I want to have you back on our next show to hear how your experience lines right up with what the Bible teaches. Kevin, thanks so much for sharing with us. Oh, you're welcome. Wow. Let's talk more about what you just heard right after the short break. Did you know that just $10 a month can reach up to 1,000 more listeners to our show where their lives can be inspired and transformed by the power of the gospel? We need your help. We are a nonprofit ministry, and we need your support today. Let me tell you how God is using this show to touch so many hearts. We often hear how someone was just driving in their car, heard our show, and related to someone's story, and God touched their heart. They received Jesus into their life that day. You can donate to our ministry through our website at www.therealliferadioshow.com, where you can make a one-time donation or make a monthly commitment. You can also support us by getting our merch through our website. You can buy t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, and more. Every donation helps, whether it's $3 a month or $100 a month. Thank you so much for your support and prayers. Now back to the show. More Real Life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? Now, there are doctors who say an NDE experience or a near-death experience is simply the brain going through an explosion of neurochemicals when the brain is dying. But now this is being challenged by other doctors pointing out the fact that there are some who are literally brain dead but are having these clear experiences and then coming back to tell us. Now, Kevin was a Christian. And as you're listening to his experience, it is interesting that in his experience, he's meeting with Jesus. And Jesus is explaining to him greater understanding and wisdom regarding the Holy Scriptures. Now, if this was simply a neurochemical reaction to death and just a recollection of memories, 
how could he have deeper and like new understanding about ancient scriptures? And then he went through them word by word as if he had the Bible memorized. How can someone learn new things when they're dead or even sleeping? If it is a dream, there might be some type of imagination, but not a vivid new understanding that is verifiable by those on the earth, like by other Bible scholars. Indeed, what we can see here is Kevin's experience was a real encounter with Jesus Christ. That means that when someone dies, Jesus is the one at the gate. Also, Jesus is pulling information and teaching from the Holy Scriptures found in the Bible. That's a big deal. What can we know about what ancient scriptures say about the afterlife? Jesus said in John chapter 3, verses 15 through 18, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Beloved, the truth is, Jesus came to save people's souls, to deliver them from perishing. That means spending an eternity away from God. Beloved, there is life after death, but which type of life will you have? Lord Jesus, we take time to receive the gift of salvation, to receive you into our lives so that we know without a shadow of a doubt where we're going in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony and I know that your life was touched. If you want to know more about us or to make a tax-deductible donation, please check us out at www.therealliferadioshow.com. See you next time.